Mr. Wayne. Thermal imaging is showing me two dozen hostiles on the third floor. Why don't I drop you off on the second? Even you got too old to die young, not for lack of trying. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. I've known a few women like you. Oh, I don't think you've ever known a woman like me. Welcome to the Suicide Squad cast. This is the DC Universe podcast where we discuss the DC Extended Universe movies and TV shows. Yep, we are big fans of all of what DC Comics is doing on the big and the small screen, so we want to make sure that we talk about all of it. So thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. My name is Scott. And I'm Tim. Let's get on to this trailer. Okay, Tim. We kind of started a little drama going on today because <laughs> we couldn't figure out if this was a leak or if this was le a legit release right. of the movie trailer. Right. Um, I noticed when I went to YouTube I could not find it on the Warner Brothers YouTube channel yeah. or any official Warner Brothers posting. The BV, the BVS Twitter account, it was nowhere. I found it on one channel that I didn't recognize, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to watch it. And then later, that went away, and then it all seemed to come from this channel called Movie Clips Trailers. What I later discovered was that is actually a subsidiary of Fandango. Right. And that's kind of when we eventually figured out, oh, wait a minute, this is a legit thing. 
thing. But yeah. you had your concerns as well. So why don't you, you know, bring that up? Yeah, I had my concerns as well. So basically, you know, we don't want to at least broadcast anything or kind of talk about anything that was leaked beyond what Warner Brothers wanted and what their intention was. And so we wanted to kind of make sure that we weren't going to talk about this thing or at least broadcast this thing until we got official word that it was uh, released by Warner Brothers. And so I think we finally got it. But I, I, I think that first website that or that first YouTube channel that posted it, I don't think that was the intended avenue that this was going to be released. Hey, the one, the first one that I saw it on was not. Yeah. But then because after that, that video went away and the only video you could find of it on YouTube was from Movie Clips trailers. Yeah. And if you go to www.movieclips.com, they have it right there on their homepage. Mm-hmm. And it's a flat out Fandango website. Yeah. And I know Fandango is doing some sort of like premiere drawing thing. So Fandango is like a partner with this whole deal. So I'm not surprised that they have some sort of exclusivity with this trailer. Yeah. And that was just kind of odd to us because I don't think we've really necessarily seen that, at least with BVS. It seemed like every time something was released, it was done after or uh, Warner Brothers had premiered it somewhere. Right. So. So, I mean, so that's the that's to explain the drama. But it is Thursday night on February 11th, the day the trailer got posted. And um, I think you're pretty, pretty much planning on this dropping on Friday. I'm going to drop it tonight. OK, cool. So that's so that's sorry for all the drama on Twitter. We're here. <laughs> yep. Let's talk about this awesome trailer. Let's talk about this piece of awesomeness. I mean, this thing was just incredible. Oh, my God. I have. I, can I start off by saying this was the this is the most viscerally, emotionally satisfying BVS trailer we've gotten to date. And not just that, I would even just kind of jump right into the beginning of this thing. I think this was the most satisfying Batman I've ever seen on film. I have hey, never seen I've never seen Batman move the way we all pictured him moving in the way we saw him drawn in the comics. I mean, this was the first time I've ever seen Batman really be the real believable superhuman type of Batman that we expect. Well, not only that, but to see an Alfred who is so engaged in the process. I, I, my, the first word that came to my mind was it was like Alfred was mission control. Yeah, yeah. And we've never had an Alfred really that engaged to that level on film before. Yeah. And I just love that part. It just seemed like he kind of took over. He, he pulled out these controls, I think, from underneath, you know, whatever the control uh, center was, probably in the Batcave, right? So I thought it was the Bat computer. Yeah. You know, so, that's what I was calling it. Yeah. So he, he pulls out the controls and he kind of takes it over and, and <laughs> Batman just comes and jumps out onto the front of the Batwing. And and I love the little part. He goes, uh, this is where Alfred says, I think there's a couple dozen thugs on the third floor. He goes, I'm going to drop you off on the second floor. Well, it wasn't even that. It was like thermal imaging indicates that there are, there are nearly uh, two dozen hostiles. <laughs> They're on the third floor. Would you care if I dropped you off on the second? Yeah. <laughs> and he just smashes through the window. Well, not just that. He, he goes out onto the front of the Batwing and, and he basically nudges him up and shoots him up. So it seems like the Batwing was quite low, you know, maybe around the first floor. And it just kind of sprung him up into the second floor so that he can go after the thugs on a third floor. Oh my God, so, it was so great. Yeah. And then the fact that they're all standing there, guns pointed at the freaking locked door. Yeah. And then of course, what does Batman do? He comes up through the floor <laughs> through. with a flashbang grenade yeah. and then just starts tearing into them. I mean, this was like the Arkham games brought to life. Yeah. Um, I do have to admit, though, I have you know, the sweetest move to me is as he's running square across the room, grabs a guy by the head, <laughs> pole vaults a box, smashes his head into the box, and then keeps on going. I know. That is the sweetest move in that fight scene in the trailer. Yeah. I, I mean, boy, these it was very kind of reminiscent of some of the really kind of fantastical type of uh, moves that you saw from Watchmen. And 
And like, I mean, when he basically thrust that guy back across the room into this uh, crate and just shattered it, it was just beautiful. And then the same thing when he actually, um, I think he threw some guy against a wall and you see the wall just basically disintegrate. <laughs> and then oh the, finally, the one where he actually takes the guy and smashes him down into the ground. I mean, which is that behind the scenes photo we've been seeing. Yeah, it's, 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 well, there was a couple of them. I wasn't sure if that was that particular photo, but that guy's going to have a little bit of a headache. <laughs> Let's just put it that <laughs> you way. You think? Yeah, I was, in fact, we were talking to uh, one of the listeners, uh, Heil Reverse Flash. and Heil Reverse Flash, yes. Yeah, and I, I said, yeah, you know, th- that guy's definitely going to have to walk that one off. <laughs> of course, then I love it. it. You see all of this. We're all like jaw dropped, and then it just goes to black. And Ben Affleck is like, I'm getting slow in my old age, Alfred. I'm <laughs> sitting <laughs> going, dang, what were you like like 10 years ago? I know. He was vicious. I, oh, my God. This is the Batman I want to see. I've wanted to see this Batman for so long. And, and don't get me wrong. You know, I've loved Michael Keaton. Fantastic. In the era that the film was, uh, his films were done. And the same thing with Christian Bale. There's always going to be a very warm place in my heart for Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale's Batman. But this was just absolutely at a whole new level. <laughs> and then my favorite part of the entire trailer was Alfred going, even you got too old to die young. Yeah. Not for lack of trying. And just that, just that sardonic, <laughs> that sort of sarcastic, sassy Alfred. Yeah. Where he's just like, oh dear God. Yeah. So, oh, it, it, this is why I have, this is why the Jeremy Irons man crush is coming back in full force. Yeah. He's fantastic. And then I just love the little look that Ben just gives him. Ben Affleck, he looks at him like, <laughs> like seriously? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> he's a great foil. I mean, we had heard this in uh, the Empire Magazine article that, uh, you know, he was going to, he was going to serve as a foil for uh, Batman, for Bruce Wayne. And this is exactly what I love. I love that little, you know, he's not intimidated by Batman. He's just going to let him know what he thinks. And uh, I yes, love it. Definitely. No. Okay. So right after we get the logo, as we're getting the logos, man, just like the rock music soundtrack kicks yeah. in. And I, I think that really, I love Hans Zimmer. I, I, mm-hmm. I do, but there's just something about this soundtrack, which I'm guessing is sort of junkie XLs, right. you know, his influence coming into the film. There's just something about that music that jazzed this trailer up. Yeah, definitely. That that gave me that that fanboy squee of oh my god. I mean, <laughs> th- there's so much action. Batman just kicked all kinds of butt. Yeah. And now it's like rocking through all this action. And I think it's the first trailer that has just treaded so heavily on the action. Right. It yep. wasn't about the drama. It wasn't about the plot. It wasn't about the characters. It was people kicking butt all over the place. Yeah. And and that's what was great about this. I think the marketing, you know, I think they've done a brilliant job on marketing this entire film because we first had the very first teaser and then the Comic-Con trailer. We're basically kind of setting up the idea that in the world of Superman, now Batman enters. And so that was kind of introducing Batman to this world. And then it also kind of set up the drama that, hey, these guys are actually going to fight. They have some kind of disagreement. That's what we saw in the Comic-Con trailer. And then we had the Doomsday trailer. And the whole purpose of that trailer was it was a lot more towards marketing the general audience and basically saying that, yeah, these guys are going to fight. And then there's some bigger enemy in this thing. And don't worry, they're going to be friends in the end, which we all knew. But it was by basically reassuring the general audience of that. Oh, and by the way, Wonder Woman's in this movie. Yeah. And then introducing Wonder Woman and then finally getting that big money shot of the three of them standing together. So that was the purpose of that trailer. And this trailer here was basically to drop the mic. I mean, it was like... It was like, okay, just to reassure you, this is going to be one badass drag out fight between these two guys. 
And we'll see you in a month. <laughs> That's and right. we'll see you in a month. Yeah. And and you know the part that really made me squeeze was like right at the beginning where it was like this year. It's like, yes, it's yes. no longer in 2016. Yeah. It's this year. We got to remember. Let's remember. We were only six weeks away, right? So. Yes, we are. Oh, we boy. are only six. Oh, it was. Boy. But I, I agree with you 100% on that music because, you know, I love Hans Zimmer. You know, I absolutely love the epicness of his soundtracks. But this Junkie XL basically took it to a, a new level of intensity, which I really appreciated, well, especially with these fight scenes. And I've been seeing some of the internet buzz about the trailer, and it's like no one's slamming this trailer. We're pretty much all going, this is flipping awesome. Yeah. And what gets me, though, is that even I, every trailer up to this point, now the TV spots have been great, but even like the teaser trailer, I kind of had my, I was lukewarm too. The Comic-Con trailer, that was when I was, I was kind of down on Jesse Eisenberg as Lux Luthor. Mm -hmm. Then you got to the second trailer, and I was all on board with Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, but, you know, Doomsday, it took me a couple of times to go, okay, I, I, I'm I'm with Doomsday on this. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that I watched a trailer, and for the entire two minutes, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta tell you, so I was at work, I was actually in a meeting, and I literally came out of my meeting, and as I'm walking back to my desk, you know, I flip up my phone, see what the news is, and, and I saw a link to this trailer, and I was like, you know, I was basically thinking, oh, am I, have I missed anything throughout the day? And I'm like, holy crap, what is this? <laughs> well, I had to give a shout out to what great listeners because I mean my phone I was wearing my phone I was in the middle of class yeah. and my my hip just kept buzzing and I you know I can't look at my phone in the middle of class and I, but you know I took a I took a peek and like all I had all these listeners of ours yes you know tweeting the show and I was like dude that's fantastic <laughs> so thank you listeners for letting me know or I would not have figured that out yeah you are wonderful people and we appreciate you yeah and I basically you know I couldn't spend uh, much time th- during the day I, at lunchtime I was able to watch it one more time and then on the way home I just basically in the car had the thing playing uh, I wasn't watching it but I was listening to it and it was just like oh I couldn't wait to get home so I could just put this thing on my TV and just put it on blast and just watch this thing in all of its glory okay so let's stop talking about us and let's get back to this trailer yeah because um the Batmobile looks super sweet like we haven't said that like 56,000 times mm-hmm. since we started this podcast yeah. but it goes smashing through that wall mm-hmm. and my theory is that Batman's got these little sort of exit points throughout mm-hmm. the city. Right. Like he can leave the Batcave and he's got like an underground transit system where he right. can let the Batmobile pop up. And I, feel, I just feel like this is one of those areas where he popped up and the doors open and the doors closed. So he just smashed on through it. Yeah, he's definitely in a hurry getting somewhere. And, and this was the, it, I mean, the way at least it was cut, this seemed to be the scene where he seems to be blindsided by Superman. He turns this corner and, and suddenly Superman just kind of standing there with this, you know, PO'd look on his face. <laughs> and they kind of added in a couple of other things you, you they showed like a glimpse of uh, Ben Affleck's face like uh oh and then I, I I think they try to show him like hitting the brakes or something like that that's exactly what I interpreted it as he was slamming on the brakes because he wasn't expecting Superman to be there and we don't know if this is clever editing mixing up a couple different scenes but if you just kind of take it the way it's presented you know then suddenly he just pings off of Superman and of course this is the scene we had seen before where he's got the wrecked Batmobile and we actually saw this what in the Conan trailer oh uh, we, we've seen it in, in the Conan we've seen well, where it in he Conan. pinged off of Superman no, the pink Pinging off of Superman was Conan. Yeah, right. Yes. And then, yeah. Yeah, so we get that part. And uh, boy, it, it's just, it's so great to kind of see this because it, it kind of makes you wonder if this was not like the scene after he took out all those thugs. Um, it's hard to say if that's the same time frame or not. But it, to me, I've always kind of interpreted it as like, you know, Batman was in a hurry to kind of get back to his cave. And this was basically Superman saying, not so fast. <laughs> We're going to have a little chat. See, I think it's later on in the movie where uh, Superman finds out about him and then he's actually going somewhere. 
there. Mm-hmm. And then Superman shows up almost like he knows that Batman's coming. And then he's just like, okay, I want to say hi. Oh, it could be. And, yeah. That, that kind of makes a little more sense. Yeah. And this is Superman saying, hi, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I'll take care of these guys. Uh, you go back to your little cave. <laughs> so exactly. So yeah, let's talk about the fact that we get some awesome Superman armored Batman, like pounding on each other. Yeah. Stuff. Um, I thought it was so awesome to see Superman just sort of walk up. But then as soon as he walks up, he just grabs Batman, flies off and throws him through a building. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, through the side of the building, out of the roof of the building. And it almost looks like he's got the trajectory like they're about to start coming back down into the building again. Yeah. Now, I couldn't tell if it was actually him throwing him through the building, like through the roof, because it's kind of a, like a far off like view of it. And I couldn't tell if he was like flying him through the building. If no, he he's flying. Hang- he's flying him through the building. Right. Like, okay. He, he, he he flies up, grabs him by the front of that armored suit, and he is basically pushing him through, you know, yeah. basically Batman going first yeah. through the building. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and I love that part right after that. We start getting these little quick cuts, and we saw a picture of Clark, and it looked like he's adjusting his tie. But I is that like a scene where maybe we see him about ready to rip his shirt open? That was exactly what I thought. I yeah. was like, please, t- please tell me this is the this is the <laughs> loosening of the tie to pull the shirt and have the suit underneath yeah. it. I, I want that image. <laughs> I want that. I just wonder if this universe, like, they'll actually do that because it, you know, it, it's it's a little bit unbelievable, I guess, if you're going to have this armor, this Superman armor up underneath like a dress shirt, but you never know. Well, the the, the cape part doesn't make sense. Well, that That's never made sense. <laughs> that, well, no, it's never made sense. But the but even the Superman suit, I mean, it was undergarments on Krypton, mm-hmm. you know, so that's true, it, yeah. I feel like, it, it, and it's so tight on him, like, I could believe, you know, I never had a problem with the Superman tights underneath the shirt and the pants because that's mm-hmm. believable. Yeah. You know, I've been in a theater where I've had to be, you know, double and triple dressed where you can wear clothes under clothes. It's not it's not an issue. It's always the cape that bothered me. But you <laughs> know what? I don't care because Henry Cavill is Superman. <laughs> right. But yeah, so I, that was kind of funny. I want to see if you had that same impression. I did. I absolutely did. Yeah. Well, then we get that great shot of Bruce. He's ripping that sheet off of that. It's like a British sport car, right? The same way. It's an Aston Martin. It's not a DB5. I was, I was incorrect on that, but it is an Aston Martin. Okay. Well, and then we we saw a scene and I had to uh, watch it a couple times to see if I could figure out what was going on. But it was, was actually somebody bathing in the bathtub and I, it, it happened so fast. I couldn't tell who it was, but then I realized it was actually uh, Lois. And then it appears to be Clark is actually jumping into the bath with Lois with his clothes on. Oh yeah. So, well, because we've already established thanks to the empire article that they are living together. Right. Uh, and I thought it was interesting because their apartment didn't look like the, the best place. No. So no. I, I found that kind of realistic that maybe two reporters can't exactly afford a great place in the middle of metropolis. Right. Yeah. But now the next two scenes are great because you basically see Batman and Superman doing their thing because right. Batman is off like in the background and he throws a batarang and knocks the gun out of a guy's hand. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Superman and you totally see him like hold his hand and just catch a bullet in the middle of the air. And I was like, yes. And I could tell if there was like some sort of bullet time effect going on. Or was that just like the bullet flying through the like flying through the rain? And he just, you know, he just moves his hand and catches it. In midair. Yeah, I couldn't tell now who actually fired that at him. I don't. It, it looked like a generic thug. Was it to okay? Me. Yeah, that's. I didn't get a good look at that, uh, quite honestly. And uh, but man, I just loved it. I mean, it, we've never quite seen that kind of like almost. I mean, you say bullet time, but when I watched it, I kind of felt like it was real time. Well, no, I did too. I did too. I just, I just saw the shock wave or something coming off. Oh, I see what you're saying. The yeah, the, the special effects. Okay, right. The special effects. I, I hope they don't do bullet time. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the fact that we've never really seen this Superman moves super fast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not kind of like Smallville where Clark was always moving so fast.
fast that everyone's practically standing still. Yeah. I, I don't want that. I, you know, I'd rather it just be the bullets flying through the air and Superman just whips out his hand and grabs it out of the midair. Yeah. I, I'd like that in real time myself. Yeah. So I, I honestly, when I went back and I never really got a chance to break down that real quick cutscene, but I wasn't sure if that was actually Batman firing something at him as well, like a grenade or something. You know, it was weird though. It, it seemed like Batman and Superman, those two scenes almost look like they're fighting the same kind of guys. Now you don't see each other. You don't see Superman and the Batman cut and you don't see Batman and the Superman cut, but they both kind of look like, once again, some of those black paramilitary, there's supposed to be some a lot of paramilitary guys hanging around mm-hmm. because there just seem to be a lot of guys in like spec ops, black outfits with guns. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's, maybe that's Lex. Maybe yeah. that's some black market thing he's got going. I don't know. That's completely, I, I literally just pulled that out of thin air, but there just seem to be a lot of spec ops guys mm-hmm. with you know military grade weaponry fighting Batman and Superman. Yeah. Well, tell us more about that fight. Oh, well, Batman and Superman fighting. Oh, there's a scene, like if you play it really slow, one thing is they've confirmed that Batman's armor has the spikes on the boots, just like they were drawn in Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Yeah, and you can actually see it. I paused it and saw those spikes. I did too. Yeah. And Batman is throwing like, um, I don't even know in martial arts what you would call that kind of kick. Oh, it's almost a roundhouse kick, mm-hmm. but he's like swinging his leg and you see Batman, uh, sorry, you see Superman stop it and then you see Superman just grab Batman and throw him over his shoulder yeah. into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm a Batman. I'm I'm a Batman guy, but still, I have to respect the fact that Supes is kicking his tail in mm-hmm. that scene. Yeah. Well, and then we uh, and then we actually move on, and we actually seem to move on to that party. And I don't, I can't tell if this is the one where we saw Bruce and Clark meet each other, but no, because Bruce is wearing a different outfit, yeah. and it does not look like the art museum. Yeah, and I think she's actually wearing like a white dress and she being Diana and I think at the art museum she was wearing like a blue dress but it's blue or purple with the with the you know with the back you know the backless outfit right, right. at the at the party where Clark and Bruce meet yeah well we had seen this image before it was like a still shot of Bruce and Diana dancing and it was he, from yeah the entertainment weekly was yeah, the, one the entertainment sh- weekly one yep and he's kind of like leaning over her shoulder and just basically trying to be the playboy Bruce Wayne which is what I'm, I'm so glad we're actually seeing that because you know I just I want to make sure they don't abandon that that's one of the great things I love about Bruce Wayne and uh, so he's flirting with Diana and you know he says you know I've known a few women like you and then she just turns around and smiles looking drop dead gorgeous yeah Yeah, she's she's not so bad (laughs) no not at all and then just and she just smiles at him that cute little con it's almost it's condescending the way she smiles at him like I don't think you've ever known a woman like me yeah well and so this is um well and then it quickly moves on to a picture of Wonder Woman and then she's just doing a battle scream just lunging in towards uh I don't we presume like doomsday or something but you know it's something we actually hadn't seen but we get to hear her scream out but so we finally get to hear what uh, Diana Prince we get to hear her speak and we actually get to hear at least Wonder Woman kind of scream out and uh I guess I hear so many people fixated like how come we haven't heard her speak yet because they're so scared that you know she's gonna sound not gonna sound great as uh Wonder Woman or Diana Prince and I don't know I thought she sounded great I love I love the fact that they're letting her use her. It seems to be almost her native accent. It, it, it's yeah, it's closer to an American English accent with like a touch of an accent. Yeah. Like she's someone who is putting like she's intentionally trying to sound 
sound mm -hmm. without an accent because I've heard Gal Gadot speak and she can have a pretty thick accent, right. but I but it was not thick at all. No, it was toned down, but it was there. It was there, but it was very toned down. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Well, and then we actually had what it was like Lois. Uh, she seemed to be swimming and she seemed to be wearing that same outfit that she had when she was with Lex on what appeared to be so like the, a rooftop or something. Well, I'm guessing that's probably the top of LexCorp Tower. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it almost seems like she's swimming, drowning. Couldn't really tell what was going on. I saw some kind of like red fire or light down near her feet. So I couldn't really see what was going on there. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, she's obviously in distress and I've, I'd heard that you know, we know she's got, she has a scene with Batman mm -hmm. and I had heard, I can't confirm where I heard this, but that she, part of her scene is that she gets rescued by Batman. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of wondering if this is that scene, right? Like at some point, maybe Batman saving Lois is that maybe we're kind of starting to trust each other, or maybe right. we're kind of starting to maybe not try to kill each other mm -hmm. kind of relationship going yeah. on. Yeah. I, th I think you're probably right about that. That would seem to make sense. You kind of need that little bit of a turning point and uh, that would be a good scene to have it. You know, she said she's not always being saved by Superman. She can be saved by other people. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then we get this scene and it looked like it, the same scene when Batman had kind of burst up through the floor and stunned all those uh, armed thugs. Well, this is a scene of him actually kind of up in the rafters looking down at them and all the thugs have no idea he's up above them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering if that's still like the effects of the flashbang grenade that right. we saw in that first scene in the trailer. Yeah, they're all looking down at the floor and, you know, they have their guns pointed down at that hole in the floor and he, and he just ends up firing some kind of weapon of some sort. I can't tell if it's like, if it's going to be like batarangs or something. I don't, I'm not really sure what he's shooting out. I know. It kind of, I mean, he's holding it almost like he is holding some sort of quote gun. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm doing air quotes on radio, so that really helps, but mm -hmm. it's obviously some sort of handheld device that is shooting out some kind of projectile. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I didn't know if it was like grapplings or if it was batarangs. It was something because it was take it was knocking guys out. Right. Whatever he was firing at them. Right. Well, and then we get another great scene of Batman flying with the Batwing and he's firing his weapons and it almost makes it look like he's firing him at Superman. I'm not really sure if that's exactly the same scene or not, but but it seemed like they were actually starting to push Superman back a little bit. Right. And and this is something once again I want to give another shout out to Man of Still Answers, who we talked about the difference between invulnerability and durability. Right. The fact that Superman, man, a bullet's going to bounce off of him, but the laws of physics are still going to require him to be pushed back by the force. Mm -hmm. He can, he can he can be pushed back by the bullets without having be hurt by the bullets. Right. So once again, I had I had Doc I had Doc Awkward playing in my head when I saw that scene going. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he talked about in his episode about his superpowers. Yeah. Well, and then we get a little scene of uh, Martha Kent. Couldn't tell if it was distress or if she was like suddenly shocked to turn and saw something maybe on a TV or... See, that that's what I thought. Well, she just has that look of, oh my God, like I almost see her going, oh my God, Clark, you know? Yeah. But I agree. I have a feeling that she's watching something on the television mm -hmm. and it grabs her attention, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, but whoever, somebody drops a coffee pot and just shatters on the ground. But uh, yeah, they imply that it's kind of Martha that drops it at the time. But Yeah, because I'm kind of wondering like, you know, you know Mar what is Martha's, you know, what's Martha doing for work? And so yeah. I was almost wondering, is she working in a diner or something? Mm -hmm. Completely guesswork on my part, but yeah. I don't know. Well, now we have to talk about this scene. And this is a scene where we have armored Batman, and he's kind of standing face to face with Superman. And Superman just takes out his two hands and shoves him basically 50 feet back. It's just like... 50 feet? It was more like 50 yards. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he just like just suddenly just... He just comes up and just taps on his chest, and he just goes flying. <laughs> so, oh man, I don't know. So yeah, Superman is like, he's like, you know, 
get away from me or just, you know, was pushing him back. I, who knows when this is, happens, you know, in their fight here, but it was, a, it was a great scene. And, you know, so Superman's uh-huh. not always getting pummeled by Batman. He's putting in, you know, giving him a beating too, clearly in this trailer. Well, and I think that's another thing about this trailer. I mean, all, all the people are like, oh man, Superman's getting his butt kicked by Batman. It's like, mm-hmm. no, go, no, go back and watch this trailer. No. Batman gets his butt handed to him time and time again by Superman yeah. in this trailer. I mean, it is, it is a, it is a fight. It's I mean, a real yeah, fight. Yep. it's a real fight. And Superman and Batman are both clearly going to get their licks in. Well, and I know why they say that. And we'll talk about that here in a moment. But, uh, yes. you know, well, we'll get these other little cut, quick cut scenes. And we see a bunch of things from the Nightmare Batman scene where we see the fire pits shooting up out of the ground. Well, we get the live action motion of that picture we talked. We, we totally yeah. flipped out about from Empire. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's I mean, it's not it's not much motion, but you get a little bit. And uh, that's really fantastic to see. And you see the Omega symbol yep. again. Yep. In, in quote motion in motion mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, you know parademons superman soldiers we see that again but yes yeah, the same thing from the jimmy kimmel uh trailer right right well scott tell us about this final scene <sighs> okay we go back to rainy dark mm-hmm. superman versus armored batman and i don't know my boxing very well but i'm guessing what superman throws is a haymaker mm-hmm. it's that really wide you know really wide right punch mm-hmm. and batman sticks up his arm and blocks it <laughs> and holds it yeah and superman just gets this look of what the <laughs> what just happened what just happened yeah. and batman i think it's funny because i'm like i, I looked i looked again again does he smile does he grin nope batman just stares at him yeah and superman just goes what the and then it just cuts to black and we get the superman logo and then the batman logo that was a beautiful scene because i love the white batman eyes like i would love to see the white batman eyes outside of the armor as well i've oh, I always loved it in the comics I, it's always been curious to me that none of the filmmakers have ever really used the white eyes before because to me it i think they're so powerful because you have this very dark setting and you just have these two piercing white eyes. I mean, to me, it's just, it's a characteristic that is so tied to Batman. I'm just surprised we've never seen it until now. Well, it's also it's also the fact that it's kind of like what Secret Service agents do where they wear the sunglasses. Right. I think there's something creepy about the fact that you can't see his eyes. Yeah. It's like, what is it? <laughs> Who is that behind it? I always felt like by actually seeing his eyes, it just it just telegraphed more that he was a man. Well, and the idea of the white eyes just adds to that urban myth of what are you? Yeah. Well, I've always kind of like looked at it this way. Superman, a lot of times, like the shield is kind of distracting. Your attention goes to the S shield on Superman. I've always kind of felt like Batman could draw you into his eyes because the eyes just basically would freak you out. And in the meantime, he's basically getting ready to just. Uh, you know, wail on you with his fist. <laughs> and so, because all you're doing is fixating on his eyes. Well, go to any comic or anime or good animated interpretation of Batman, and it's always the creepy thing that you always see the eyes first yeah, out of the right. blackness. That's always the first thing you see, and that's when you go, oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, man. So this was a great, great trailer. Uh, to me, this was an absolute home run. I did not expect to see something this exciting. <laughs> I was just like, I, I was like, I wanted to almost squeal when I saw this thing. You almost wanted to? I did. I have I no couldn't. idea what you're talking about. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Once again, you know, I said it earlier in the podcast and I'll say it again. I I have no reservations about this trailer. Mm. I mean, every other trailer, I've had a reservation here or there. No, I I, I am I am all in on mm. this trailer. Yeah, me and too. And I tweeted out earlier, it was like, could I... Uh, 
I didn't know I could be more excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was possible, but this trailer made me even more excited. And I want to go back to that last scene where Batman blocks the punch. I think that's I think that's brilliant because what is every person who sees that trailer thinking? Mm-hmm. How is he doing that? Right, right. It's it, it's built in. I've got to see this movie because I need to know how does Batman do that? Because we know it's not the suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been told that the suit's there for protection. The suit is not super powered. Mm-hmm. So the question is. How is he blocking that punch? <laughs> that just intrigues me. Uh, I have a theory, if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, it's a dark, rainy night, and I'm I'm maybe thinking that this shows up maybe late in the fight. So I'm kind of wondering if Batman's kind of maybe drains Superman's solar batteries down a little bit. Right. Yep. Plus with the added plus with the added uh, suit, you know, he's not depowered, but maybe he's just you know not at ten right now. Right. That's my theory right now. Mm-hmm. It might be wrong, but you know, we'll find out when we see the movie. Yeah, and that that whole scene when he actually blocks Superman's punch, you can see in the background, you see that little skylight that we later on see him, Superman, landing down on. And that seems to precede that scene. And so somehow Batman knocks back Superman probably on top of that skylight and then comes crashing down on top of him. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be just fantastic. I, oh. uh, uh, six weeks away, I, man. Six weeks. I just want this movie here now, please. Please, please. please. So anyway, well, we're going to call it quits because we just want to get out a quick reaction here. And uh, this is kind of like our first kind of reaction on this thing, you know, as we get a chance to kind of watch it again on, in the next day. And again, and again, and, and again. again. Yeah. I think we'll have uh, more things that we maybe want to say about this. But just as a quick programming note here, we're releasing a special episode. Uh, it's going to be numbered as a regular episode. And then... Uh, Scott, we're going to either record tomorrow, which is Friday night, or maybe even Saturday or Sunday. We'll see. Because of this episode, we may delay the release of the next episode a day or two. So we'll decide that uh, as we move on from here. Yeah. So this is 26. The next one, you know, my last live episode will be 27. And then we go back into the special episodes that we talked about last episode. All right. All right, guys, that's it. This is our quick recap. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to reach us real quick, you can reach me at Alan Fire. You can reach the show at Suicide. Squadcast. Scott, how can they reach you? They can reach me at ScottDC27 or you can email the show SuicideSquadcast at gmail.com You can, of course, always share your reactions to the trailer with us as well, especially after hearing what we had to say. Right. So that's it, guys, and uh, we're going to call it quits, and we will see you in a couple days. See you a little bit. Tim, how about we give a moment of silence for all the Batfleck haters out there? Um, Okay, so you want to give a moment of silence to the Batfleck haters. Um, Screw that.